Hello everyone and welcome to Realty Questions where we answer your real estate related questions and help you on your path to homeownership. Today's question was brought by one of our realtor friends that is actually dealing with one of these situations and the question of the day is what is rent back? Well, in the process of buying and selling a house, sometimes you end up with a few times when escrow closes and you may need a little bit of time after escrow closes to stay in the house to be able to move out completely or wait for for some reason or another you weren't able to synchronize the closing of both your home and your new home. So sometimes you may end up having to request from the buyer a little bit of rent back. And that is a form that you're going to fill out. Usually your agent will fill out this form ahead of time when they're making a uh, response to the offer. They usually fill one out. Or if for some reason you find that usually 10 days or even five days before the close of escrow, you find out that you may need some extra time, then you fill this form out. It's uh, a form that allows you to request from the new buyer, which will be the new owner at close of escrow, for extra time to be able to move out. And what usually happens is you either request, if it's less than three days, sometimes the new owner will grant you this these days for free. Or if it's more than three days or even sometimes if it's less than three days and it's been a back and forth, very heavily negotiated like event, then um, you usually request to stay an additional few days and you pay them per day. So, you know, it varies for how much uh, you were going to pay per day. Sometimes uh, people say $50 a day, $100 a day. Uh, 150 it can go up to as high as you want obviously but for the most part most people are you know really happy that the transaction closed so they'll be nice enough to allow you that you know that that to happen so yeah that's what it is it's a uh, rent back it's called rent back where you actually become the new owners become your uh lease they leasing the property they become the um landlords for for those few days and you know again it all depends on how it works um for the buyers as well sometimes the buyers may not be able to do it uh, because they are in a bind as well and they moved out already or they don't have um the ability to grant you any more days because they need to move into the house as well and um they have nowhere else to go and in that case, most of the time, if they don't grant you the rent back, then you're going to have to figure out solution or plan B, which is, you know, putting things in storage, renting a hotel for those few days. Uh, it, it becomes a hassle. So usually people are kind of nice enough to allow the rent back. But just in case it doesn't happen, um, you can actually, you know, you have to have a plan B in effect and that's why you want to give yourself enough time ahead of time uh before close of escrow to kind of figure all this out so again rent back is just another tool that realtors use to kind of help 
their clients ensure that everything goes smoothly. If you are in a situation where you're going to need rent back, then it's important that you let the agent know way ahead of time so that way we can prepare for that and hopefully everything goes well. So thanks again for listening and I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Hello everyone and welcome to Realty Questions where we answer your real estate related questions and help you on your path to homeownership. Today is part two of yesterday's question which was what is rent back? Part two because we had two forms that we wanted to mention. Number one being the seller in possession form which is the SIP is the acronym for that and the next one is the residential lease after sale RLAS form which is another form that is used if you are going to be staying in the home more than 30 days so if you're staying in the home less than 30 days after close of escrow then you're going to be using the seller in possession form and that's the most common one not everybody needs more than 30 days to, I mean more than 29 days to uh, move out of the house completely if for some reason you do then you use the other form and again you want to make sure that you read these forms carefully because they are there to protect both you and the previous seller now you're the new owner of this house so as the new owner of the house you got to make sure that utilities are being covered you got to make sure that the home is um, going to be delivered to you in the same condition as it was sold to you as well so there's deposits sometimes that are requested there's uh, a per day fee that you're asking or if if it's a full month then there's a monthly fee that you're gonna be asking for things like that so all these things are negotiated with the agents helping you out and because it is close of escrow the agents usually are not even involved anymore and it's more a uh, tenant landlord kind of situation but obviously your agents if they're professionals and they've been you know doing this job for a long time usually they stick around to help you make sure that everything is being followed um, sometimes you will find that uh, the agents will help make sure that the uh, items on the forms are filled out correctly and at the same time make sure that the uh, escrow holds back certain uh, funds to make sure that the items are covered so there's a lot of different things again the two forms uh, that we're talking about today the SIP and the RLAS are things that you're going to be using if you're going to be uh, needing rent back so this is again part two if you haven't listened to part one please go ahead and do that I'm going to lump these two episodes together to make sure that you can listen to them back to back and if not you can go to our Facebook page at Realty Questions USA and like our page and also listen to all the different episodes that we've done thanks again for listening I hope you all have a great day happy Labor Day